time when my fear is the strongest. I fear my own mind. I fear the thoughts that my mind brings me. The prison that it has me locked in. How can I explain the perfect hell that I am trapped in? When your mind, who is supposed to be your greatest protector, turns against you, I am told by my therapist and my psychiatrist that it is actually an overprotective mechanism. But it doesn't matter what it is. It is the intense emotional reaction that is debilitating. It is an intense emotional roller coaster ride that never ends. My nerves are frayed to the breaking point. It isn't a question of just calming down. The emotions get triggered by themselves. My obsessive thoughts and fears are like mental quicksand. The more I struggle, the deeper I sink. So I try not to struggle. I try to float, to find something to hold on to, but most days there seems very little hold on to. There is some hope, and that's what I hold on to. I think anxiety can be described like this. If a big bullet comes up to you and says, I'm going to hit you very hard, but you're not to do in, but I'm definitely going to hit you very hard. Your anxiety would go through the roof anticipating pain, whereas if that same bully just came up to you and hit you very hard without any anticipating it, you would simply deal with it and it would be over with. In my case, mind is my big bully. It says pain is coming, either emotional or physical, or both. It is insistent, and it says this will happen. Pain is possible at any time for everyone. It is uncertainty. Life is about uncertainty. The kind of anxiety I deal with is not being able to live with uncertainty. There is no way to be sure. There is no way to keep your life free from pain, emotional or physical. But my mind and I wrestle with this thought constantly. So it comes down to distraction or medication. Probably in my case a little both. While I am severely anxious, it is hard for me to distract myself. And I don't want to take the kind of medication they want me to take. Medication that relieves you of your ability to concentrate on anything. I have been writing poems and random thoughts in a notebook for as long as I can remember. Not 
consistently, but enough to develop my own perspective on things. I am good at separating and observing things apart from my obsessive thoughts. If I did not have this, I would be at the mercy of my obsessive thoughts and music. It would be hard to hold on to what is real and what isn't if I didn't have this objective point of view. As it is, it is a struggle not to get involved with these terrible thoughts. I seem to be able to look dispassionately at certain subjects and find the truth inside. At least the truth as I can see it from my limited point of view. This came in handy as I was writing my songs. I am proud of my songs. I have written. Although, up to date, I have not been able to have financial success with any of my songs. Nevertheless, I think of myself years old, it seems like such a folly to believe I could still find success as a songwriter. No one starts their career as a composer at 64. Maybe I will be the first. Everyone must have a dream. with Pam ended in August 2015, I was devastated. I dealt with it by immersing myself completely in writing music. In my music, I said things I wish I could have said to her. But it was only music. It was love letters that I couldn't send. So many things that were left unsaid. Here is an example of one of the letters. Love. I have never loved another human being as much as I love you. I have lived my life before thinking I knew love. I didn't. I only existed. Never could I have imagined what I was missing. I adore you. I am in awe of your magnificence. I am intoxicated by your every movement. I look into your sparkling blue eyes and I am overtaken by a depth of emotion that is almost too much. The brilliance of your smile is the envy of the brightest sun. And then the warmth of your passionate embraces. I find a place I could stay forever. Your 
beauty is without question. So much so that even the most glorious sunset with its unlimited palette of colors cannot match it. Let me sleep beside you and hold you in the blissful silence of the night. Wake me in the morning with your sensuous kisses. Return even the smallest portion of the indescribable love I have for you to me. And I will know paradise. It is so regrettable that I never took the time to express these things to her while I was with her. Not until the door was closed and there was no more communication. Here is another example of a letter I could never send. It was so much I wanted to say. I remember the first time our eyes really met. It was across the dinner table at Manicotti's. I have never seen anything so beautiful. I could see clearly into your soul, and what a beautiful soul it is. You are as tough as iron, yet as fragile as a feather. You are pragmatic and practical, yet still manage to view the world with childlike wonder. Intelligent, and your mind does not miss a thing. Yet you are compassionate and extremely generous. You possess a sensuous beauty that no other could match. Yet you are incredibly humble and gracious. In my words, there's only truth. It is my hope that by holding up this mirror of truth, you can see the true reflection of your beautiful self.